one day I was with a friend of mine, you know, looking at a tackle truck. And we were like, let's open one. And we were broke, trust me, we didn't have the money to open one. We just got one and we didn't know what to do with it. It was Mexican, Mexican Mediterranean fusion. That's what we did first. It lasted for six months. We were in the newspaper, trust me, for the first and only had a full truck back then. We couldn't last. We didn't know anything about the business, so we shut down. The Halal Food Podcast, brought to you by Halal Run, the number one guide to halal eating options in North America. Assalamu alaikum, everybody, and welcome to the Halal Food Podcast, where we interview the talent and the entrepreneurs powering the halal food industry in North America. Today's guest has an inspiring success story. His name is Muhammad Al-Tawaha, and he is a Jordanian who came to the U.S. as a grad student. He came to Houston, Texas, and on a whim, he started a food truck, which eventually grew into a massive 20-location chain known to everybody as Abu Omar Halal, the one and only. So without further delay, we're going to jump over to the conversation with Muhammad. If you like what you hear, please make sure to smash that like button and drop a comment saying hi. And we're here in conversation with Muhammad Al-Tawaha, who is the real original Abu Omar. Uh, Muhammad, assalamu uh, alaikum. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me with you guys. So, Muhammad, I take it you you have a son named Omar. Is that uh, is that where you is that why you called your restaurant Abu Omar? Yes, finally he came two years ago. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Everybody called me Abu Omar since I was like uh, maybe 10, 12, something like this. Oh, really? So you knew from then that you had to name your first son Omar. That was like <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's great. Um, so Omar, thank you. Uh, well, Abu Omar. Um, uh, thank you so much for, for joining us today. We're really excited to have you and our guests are really excited to hear your story. So um, why don't we start off with just that? Uh, tell us about your story, your journey, how you came from Jordan to the U.S. and how you got into the food business. Like you know, like every other immigrant came to the U.S., you usually come to study or to work or fun. I came to study first. Then I took a different route. What did you come working. to study? Masters. In I what area? Bachelor. I have a bachelor in economics, so I was going to do some MBA or accounting. I started taking accounting, actually. I did it for like two semesters. Then I started working for a restaurant. It was fun. Then I started liking it more and more. Then uh, I'm sunk in the in this business industry. It's been 12 years so far or more. Actually more. 13 years, 14, 14 years. Wow, alhamdulillah. Um, alhamdulillah. How, did, so how did you make the transition from working into restaurants to, you know, you decided to start your own establishment, which I believe you started with a food truck first, right? So tell, tell me, you know, how that went. So uh, one, one day I was with a friend of mine, you know, looking at a tackle truck and we were like, let's open one. And we were broke, trust me, we didn't have the money to open one. We just got one and we didn't know what to do with it. It was Mexican, Mexican Mediterranean fusion. 
that's what we did first. It lasted for six months. We were the newspaper, trust me, for the first and only halal food truck back then. We couldn't last. We didn't know anything about the business, so we shut down. I reopened in 2015 again. So the first one was in 2010. We shut down, then we opened back in 2015. Wow, so a five-year break, huh? Oh, yeah. So what were you doing in those five years? Man were you just managing restaurants I mean, from restaurant to another. Great. And then you start, then you opened it back up in, in 2015, and what happened from there? You know, it was a joke when it reopened. I was like, let me try it. I opened it. I was making $20 a day, $30 a day. And I'm like, okay, I'll give it another month. So I, you know, I asked a friend of mine for $1,000 to pay the rent. And was that last, the last month? If I'm not making make money, I'll be out. Two, three weeks, I started making $700, $800, $900. Okay. Now we have 20 locations all over. Yeah, all over the country. Um, so why don't we? Why don't you tell me a little bit about that? How did you go from you know one location in Houston to all the locations you have right now, right in 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 Texas and as well as uh, other states? Um, so what was what was the the journey or the or the growth path from from when you finally started and it worked until until now? So the first truck was like in twenty fifteen. Start picking up at the end of 2015, and it was something unique. Nobody has it. The Arab style I have. Then uh, more demand came from different locations. Let's open here. I did. And, you know, perception is reality. I believe that like, I have to open everywhere. So I, from one location to another, a success to another. I have friends, my family here, who helped me pick up the business. And that's how we are now. Over. So, if I have it right, you're in Texas, California, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, Florida. Yes, sir. We used to be in North Carolina, but we shut it down. Okay. Habibi, when are you coming to New York, New Jersey? Because that's where I... Actually, I was going to have one in New York recently, but the rinks are too crazy. Yeah, it's tell me about it. It's enough for like small space. I'll, uh, you know, I can't open five locations down here. Okay, that means I'll have to come down there. To uh, eat. Of course, it's better yeah. than the cold weather you have. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so tell me, you know, tell me and our viewers a little bit about your your menu. What are the most popular items on your your menu, and and where have you kind of gotten all the recipes from? Chicken. The chicken shawarma is the main one. Honestly, uh, the whole recipe, you know, there's no more shifts anymore. Nobody created. You go online, you can Google whatever you want, YouTube, whatever you want, and there's a lot of recipes. But you have to add a little bit here, a little bit there to make it happen. The first, like, 15, 20 patches I made, I made my friends eat it, and I throw it in the trash. That's what the friends for, you know, until, like, we came up with the last one. And that's how I have my recipe now. That's great. That's great. Um... Now, um, you know, you were operating, you know, if you started again in 2015 and you started to expand, um, you were very much in business when COVID hit. Um, so, so why don't you tell us kind of, you know, what that was like? 
uh, operate, you know, for, for your establishment operating through COVID or especially at the beginning, but also sort of today? COVID was a lesson, you know what I mean? Like we went from walk-ins to online more. Like I'm old school. I never believed in social media or online ordering. Now I'm more doing more work in social media and online ordering. Uh, customer base, not everybody's loyal. You know, when things happen, they disappear. So you have to have more diverse customers from everywhere. Employees, they never last. So COVID was a big lesson for everyone. Uh, and, and some of the st- challenges are still continuing today, right? Of course. Of course, they're never going to be over. Mohammed, you know, what uh, is kind of the, besides what we were talking about with COVID, um, what is, would you say, the biggest challenge of running uh, not just a food restaurant, but a halal restaurant in particular? Halal business is not a big deal. You know, I mean, now everybody knows halal now. Maybe before it was kind of something different when I opened. Nobody has a halal food truck. I was the first and only in Houston. But uh, as a business itself, employees is the number one challenge. Now the... Uh, price of everything is going high you know that's a different challenge now after covid before you used to have a lot of skills that skills labor more than now now nobody want to work so it's getting hot of course like you know you especially with our thing you have to train 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 two three months they disappear you have to retrain again that's the hottest part about it it's not a flipping a burger you know what i mean yeah no, definitely um, what, so on the topic of being a halal, uh, food establishment, what percentage of your customers would you say are actually Muslim who are attracted because it's a halal, uh, food option versus just, you know, non-Muslims in general who like your food? Before COVID, I had a, let's say 80% Muslim community. COVID hits. Now I have the opposite. 80% non-Muslim community. Wow. And and that shift is mainly because you brought in your marketing? Is that what you... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure what, what happened, but COVID changed the whole kind of percentage. You know what I mean? That's, uh, that's very interesting. Interesting, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, do you have, uh, you know, do you have any kind of... Uh, stories about like really memorable customers. Is there any customer you've served who like you know it was so interesting that that you remember it, right? Whether it was a person who was famous or just acting interestingly, or honestly, no. The only one I remember it happened with Benema and Phobie. He had a customer, and she was talking to him, and and he was making jokes with her and make fun with her and she had like before she did like do you know who am i and he was like no i don't know who are you and she was like i'm the governor for austin i'm like thank you so much oh wow thank you and he didn't know he came like, who is this i'm like you don't know who's this you're like no okay just don't worry about it. i'm not gonna explain to you that that's pretty impressive yeah that the governor came to to eat oh, yeah. so uh mohammed a uh, couple of more questions what uh, would you say, you know, we talked about challenges, but what do you say is the most rewarding thing? What do you enjoy most about 
you know, running a food establishment? Now, that's a good question. You know, when I started this business, it was more fun than now. Now it's more tiring. More tiring. But uh, I'll be honest with you, when people see me, hey, Abomar, I love your food. Your food is the best. Now I hear more complaints than that this word, you know. That, that used to be the best thing to hear. Like, oh, I love your food. I love the thing you have. And oh, wow, this is something special, unique. Now it's been a few years. I don't hear that anymore. I do, but it's not like it used to be. It's not fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, lots of competition, lots of oh, challenges. Yeah. My employees have their stores next to me now. So yeah. Oh, so they've left and they've moved on and they've kind of started their own competitive. Yeah. I guess that's what happens, right? In America, everybody's an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. I don't mind that. I help them. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's great. Um, so, Mohammed, just a, you know, last uh, last couple of questions. Um, you know, what, uh, do you have any kind of involvement with your local community? A lot of restaurants I find, you know, will build ties to the local community or local establishments. Is that, has that been a big part of your, um, your operation? Of course, like yesterday we were in the Palestinian festival, the two weeks before we were in the Venice festival. Any halal festival we are in, in Dallas, in Austin, San Antonio, anything happened around us, we're involved. Like we have to be there, you know what I mean? There's no event without a Walmart. That, that's great. Um, then, you know, last, la okay, la really last couple of questions. One, um, can you tell me about sort of one or two or, you know, any number of, um, of Muslim Americans, right? Because we like celebrating all Muslims. Uh, Muslim Americans, uh, and not even necessarily in the food business, but Muslim Americans who you admire and why? All of them. I'm not I'm biased about it. <laughs> They're all the same. You know, I don't have a specification. Oh, no, or any one sort of Muslim, like, you know, there's a lot of sort of role models in the community or, or sort of established Muslims in in kind of popular culture, is there anyone in particular that you that you've always no, thought? Not, not in Houston. Maybe a different state. They have different stuff, but in Houston, we're all together. Everybody knows everybody. You know what I mean? Yeah, great. Um, and then, other than your own restaurant, right? Other than Abu Amar, what is your favorite or one of your favorite halal establishments near you in the Houston area where you sometimes go to eat? Fadi's. Um, halal, not halal guys. Halal, what is it? Jarahat. Yeah, Jarahat. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. You know, I mean, I don't care because you know, I'm in an area like everything is halal around me. It's not like specific. Any restaurant you go, it's halal. Like we don't drive to go to halal place. Everything here is halal. You just can park anywhere and eat. That's interesting. Yeah, I'll have to come visit. Look, I came to the U.S. in 2000. No, sorry. Came to New York in 2000. I came to the U.S. in 1992, and back then, you know, finding any no internet, no nothing, right? Finding anything halal was like the biggest uh, mission. Challenge. Yeah, biggest challenge. Now, alhamdulillah, it's all halal. Oh yeah, yeah. Here in the area we are now, it's halal. Everything, everything is halal. Yeah. Even KFC, Popeyes. Yeah. Well, this is this is the way our, the Muslim Americans are, would like it. So, uh, so it's great. Um, Muhammad, thank you so much for your time. Um, thank you. you know, our, our 
our viewers, are the people who come to our website, are big fans of your food establishment, right? We get a lot of traffic. We've gotten requests, um, which is why we wanted to have you on the on the show. And you know, on behalf of all of them, thank you for for all the the great work you've been doing, uh, because you know pe- people do appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you again. Salam alaikum. Thanks for joining us. Halal Run is the number one guide to halal eating options on the internet. We feature over 13,000 listings in over 2,000 cities on our website, which is halalrun.com. You can also find us on all our socials, where our handle everywhere is at halalrun. And if you enjoyed this interview, please subscribe so we can bring you more great content. See you next time.